welcome to the West Cheltenham podcast. We want to see communities and places buzzing with the extraordinary presence of Jesus. Join us live on YouTube every Sunday at 10.30am. We really hope you enjoy this message. Okay, just before we get Sean to uh, come up, thank you, Sean. <coughs> I'm going to read the same story, but from a slightly different viewpoint. They shuffle out of the darkness. She, a little older than him, but their eyes are equally wide. They look around, expecting the bustling place to have come to an astonished halt. But no, the business of religion goes on. The priests continue their work. The smell of animals continues to fill the air, along with the sound of money and bantering, and the footsteps of so many people coming to see God. And yet, they all missed him. They're all looking the wrong way. All except this old, lowly couple who are moving ever closer. Joseph sighs, but his heart quickens a little, as it had done when those unruly shepherds invaded their space not long after the birth. He's starting to expect the unexpected. The old man nods, confirms what he could not have known without some divine help. He taps his left cheek just below the eye. This is what I've been waiting to see. Salvation, salvation. The arrival of God amongst his people. His work has begun. This baby will be the making and saving of so many. A light for the whole world. His face falls a little, as well as a stumbling block to so many others. The coming of God will not be an easy thing for you. This child will be opposed as well as embraced, persecuted as well as celebrated. Joseph friends, Mary nods quietly. Meanwhile, the other older woman is already beckoning towards others, smiling, whispering, passing on the message to any who happen to look their way. Mary and Joseph offer their required sacrifice two pigeons for a poor family, and then make their way to the exit. And all the while, the business of religion goes on, the noise, the bustle, the energy, and amongst it all, the old couple slip quietly from person to person, telling of the baby and the arrival of the humble God. Thank you, thank you, Paul. Ooh, oh, like you eating well and um, continuing to drink. Well, today, um, actually, Candlemas. This is the festival that we are looking at today, with Jesus being presented in the temple. It's called in the good old C of E, Candlemas, and it's actually celebrated on the second of February. But you know, this is the nearest Sunday, so this is the reading for today. And a great story, isn't it? Great, great story. Um, some of you may remember years and years ago, even before my time though this is, where babies had to be churched. 
can you remember that? When, you know, you couldn't bring a baby home before they went to church. It was, they used to call it churched. And um, a lot of the old churches, I mean, St. Mark's is a typical example. Uh, the font is really near the, the door. Drafty place to put the font. You know, but the font is near the front door because you come in and you, you baptised, you're churched before you're allowed any further into the church. And it's not been very practical now because we've moved on from that. But there's something, I think, quite profound in that. Um, years ago, a few years ago, when I was in Peterborough, I was the vicar of St Mary's in the centre of Peterborough. And um, I just happened to be there one day seeing my secretary. And uh, this entourage came in. They were the travelling family, um, what you would call as gypsies. And um, they came in about four generations, five generations possibly. And they'd brought in church a three-hour-old baby. And the mum of this three-hour-old baby <coughs> looked about 12. And it was obviously her and her parents and her... Gra anyway... We can't, um, is there anybody here, duck or something? You know, this is anybody here that can um, church this baby? Uh, what's this bomb? Eight, ten, must be about 10, 15 years ago. And uh, unfortunately, as I say, I was there. And they couldn't take this three-day, three-hour-old baby home until it had been into church and been churched. And it was just such an amazing time and such an amazing privilege. Just, you know, God is gracious, isn't he, and amazing. He goes before us. The fact that I was there. And they all came in. We went into church. I got them all to kneel at the altar. There was um, a rail. And I said, right, you could all kneel down. And I held this three-hour-old baby. And it was just such an amazing thing to give this baby back to God before he even went home to this family. And I, was, I remember tears pouring down my cheeks. And I often think about that child and that baby. Um, now, hopefully, I don't know, what, however old, 12, 15, as I said. wonder what's happened to that child now. But, you know, I really want to believe that God has got that child in hand. And, you know, for me, that's a tradition that we've probably lost because what a lovely tradition to, if we still did that, you know, because those prayers said are just profound and amazing. And that, that came back to me as I was thinking about this, this little story with Mary and Joseph. Well, Mary and Joseph must have been, I think, very insignificant, as Paul just said in his, in his uh, second reading, you know. Nobody would have noticed. And I would imagine they would have felt very young, very vulnerable, um, very out of place, possibly, but also very overlooked. And then suddenly, they've got Simeon and Anna. You know, the respect for the elder generation was huge in the Jewish um, communities. So these elderly people came up and said these amazing words. They must have felt so proud, so proud of their child. Their child, Mary and Joseph's, was was drawing all this attention. How amazing is that? I remember when, when I had my, my second daughter, um, she, I was on, in, the night before I'd been in hospital uh, to give birth the next day, so I was on the, the postnatal ward, 
yeah. And um, I got talking to a few people. She said, well, come and see you tomorrow when you've had your baby. So the next day, this, this nice lady came and looked at my little baby. She says, oh, she said, you don't see many pretty babies, but you've got one. Oh, and isn't that something that you remember? Because she's so proud, aren't you? And, um, you know, and goodness knows what Mary and Joseph must have really felt. But, you know, Simeon here, he, he knows, doesn't he? He's been told by the Holy Spirit that he won't um, die until he's seen the true Messiah. And Simeon uses those words, the falling and rising of many. You know, I don't think there's, I think you, with Jesus, you either, you go towards him or there's a turning away from him. You know, Peter repented, Judas betrayed. One thief on the cross cursed him, the other believed. Jesus is a bit like a magnet that is attractive to some, praise the Lord, but others, it's repellent. But what I just want to focus on, just, just as I just bring this, it's just a little homily this morning, with Mary and Joseph, how they must have been so proud and so made up really and amazed at what was said over their little son, their little boy. They weren't insignificant. And actually nobody in this world is insignificant. And I wonder if you've had times in your life where you've been overlooked. I would imagine every one of us can say yes to that. I can remember many times being overlooked. And it's hard. But you know, Jesus never overlooks you. Jesus, God sees everything. You are never overlooked. You are not insignificant in this world. Whatever the world may tell you, whatever people have spoken over you, it is not true. It's a lie of the enemy. You are precious in God's sight. Absolutely precious. And worth the whole world. You are worth everything to the Lord. You are not overlooked. You are not insignificant. Don't have that on you. Don't own that. Precious in the sight are God's loved ones. Precious, each and every one of us. And as we're precious to God, we need to love and respect one another. Mary and Joseph were not overlooked that day in the temple. Probably to other people there were. They might have scuttled in and scuttled out, but they weren't. They were so, so precious. And God sees everything. And you are precious in his sight forever. Almost, almost wanted to pick that one up and uh, run with it. A bit like passing the button. Okay, so we've got another song. Um, some of you might not know the song, but you'll know the tune. Um, so we'll uh, sing this, and then Sharon's going to go through communion with us. Thanks so much for listening. 
To hear more messages like this, make sure you subscribe so that you don't miss out. If you want to find out more, head to westchelt.org.uk or search West Chelt across social media. We love you. We can't wait to see you again.